Can I? Hey. Can I? Can I? Can I start talking now? Yeah, of course you can start talking. Oh, now. I can start talking now. Do the intro. You tell me. You tell me. I can start talking here. You know what? You know what? We Welcome all back. here. Welcome back to Larry and Reap. Whoa! No! 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 That's no, not I'm me. Welcome I'm back, everyone, to Larry and Reap. Told well, you. I, mean, it was on me. I got stole it. Stole the thunder. Stole the thunder. Stole the thunder. Stole the thunder. First time in, and I'm stealing it. It's me, Larry and Jew, Aunt Jew, and that guy over there on my screen. Oh, man. What was that? I said it. Reaper Incarnate. Reaper Incorporated. Reaper LLC now, (laughs) Reaper LLC. We're going to get a trademark here. We're doing rebranding purposes out here. We trademarked (laughs) all right to deserve. Reaper Renovations, according to this home that I'm selling right now. Reaper Renovations. Check him out on uh, Zillow.com. Zillow.com. He's out here trying to sell off that house. You had a couple of shows today, right? Man, I had a lot of shows today. I had about, you know, six, seven. No. It was five or six earlier when when I told you, but now it's six, seven. It's probably about five or six. People popping off now that it's Memorial Day. They think they got money. I know, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, I put out my for sale sign, and uh, I had immediately had like four calls. So that was hot. And yeah. uh Couple, couple of realtors. I had to tell a couple of realtors to go away. So oh, was you awful. had people trying to like uh, sell for you. Uh, no, so I had people. So like the way it works is if, if you're doing it for sale by owner is uh, you know you're doing it without a realtor, right? So yeah. you you don't want to pay realtor commissions. That's the whole reason why you do it because you want the money basically for yourself. Yeah, of course. Um, so I you know any realtor that's representing somebody else, I'm just like, well, I, you know, I deal with the buyer. I'm not dealing with you. So I'm not paying you. you. The buyer will pay you, but I'm not paying you, you know? Yeah. Because the way it works, usually when a sale agreement happens, you pay the money together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, we, you know, we could discuss that on another another podcast. But uh, I, I only have like 20 minutes to prepare today. So, if I, you know, I'm just winging most of this. So That's going to be um, you pretty much every episode, isn't it? Well, I mean, uh, maybe. maybe. I sat here, yeah. sat here and I slaved bit. away preparing for this. Oh, what'd you slave away over? You know how many rough drafts I sent you on how we can do this thing? But I'm saying, what'd you slave over, though? Uh, trying to make sure uh, we knew what we were going to talk about. Right. What did you slave over? 20 minutes of what? <laughs> 20, 20 minutes, minutes of what? About, 20 minutes of thinking about StarCraft 1. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> That's the only, the only one you started t- thinking about this entire time. I mean, obviously, you know, you got Halo, you got Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, you know. Yeah, some fire so you're games. just thinking about a couple of random games. Is that what this is? No, no, no. Those are like my favorite games from my childhood. Okay, yeah. so that's the favorite. subject today. Oh, I'm glad you're 20 you're minutes. Do... I'm glad your 20 minutes of preparation lets you know at least that. Hey, at least that was more natural than your robotic self saying, "Oh, today's topics are video games." Uh, did you play I'll them? I'll tell you this. I didn't at once time. Not once did I say that today. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> you can't prove that. I'm going to have to hide my chat oh, so I don't get distracted over here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, at some point, uh, we should be able to take a look at your uh, chat if anybody has yeah. questions for us, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We can definitely get that going. I'll probably have a couple, if we continue this, make it more than just semi-consistent. Then, okay, uh, no, well, hey, we can... semi-consistent's the tagline. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. But, um, but yeah, really, what uh... What were those games that uh, were notable for your early childhood? Uh, I think 
I put them in the ranking, right? Uh, so if I had to pick like the best of the best, obviously it's Dominant Pro. I mean that game is just gas, like from start to bottom. Then it's StarCraft One, then it's Halo. You talking you know, about Halo Pokemon stirring up too many memories for me because two of my lists are Pokemon: Leaf Green, Leaf Green. Surprise! It wasn't uh, Gold and Silver. Gold and Silver is awesome. Uh, not gonna lie, but uh, Leaf Green is what got me into Pokemon. Before I talk about that, you got you got to talk about Diamond and Pearl. What was it about Diamond and Pearl that really stood out? I to mean, you? you know, it's the greatest game ever of all time. You know, bottom line, first Lies. of all, you know, the hand, hands down. Lies. There's, I have no cap on the head, so there you go. Uh, but wouldn't fit on it, but bias. Anyways, anyways, um, I got. I remember that game came out. I believe it was. It was 2007, right? Mm-hmm. And my, uh, I, my Game Boy died. Right, I remember this because I had Game Boy and I had uh, Emerald and I had Leaf Green and Fire Red. I had both of them actually. And uh, a Game Boy just died, and I was begging, begging, begging my parents to give me a DS, man, just just because I wanted to play those games. Had no idea Diamond and Pearl was a game. And uh, you know, I'm, I, how old was I when I was seven? Seven, seven plus four, so I was uh, what eleven? <laughs> I was eleven. Quick Good math, math right there, buddy. but um. We go into Walmart, bro, and I see this game, and I see Dialga on the front, right? And I'm just like, that is the coolest-looking Pokemon of all time, right? As yeah. a little kid, I'm just, like, gassed up. And I'm begging, begging, begging. I finally get it. We get home. I start playing it, and I can barely read this time, even though I'm 11. We're in the South. Come on now. Let's just be real. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was the greatest gaming experience ever. I mean, you go in. You get the three best starters out of any Pokemon game that I've ever seen. Like, it, from going from, like, Leaf Green and, and Emerald and then stepping it up to what, like, Chimchar, Piplup, and Turtwig was. I mean, just gas. Just gas. And, uh, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed the story. The characters were nice. Barry, your uh, rival, was yeah. great, which at the time I named him Frederick because me and him used to play Pokemon all the time back yeah, in the day, right? right? So... I was like, I mean, obviously he's my rival, you know. <laughs> I gotta fight him in Pokemon. He used to beat the down. brakes off of me in the in that game too. <laughs> so that was the best part. But um, story was amazing. Uh, I I love Dawn. I love Professor Rowan. The Pokedex is great, minus you know only having one fire type or yeah, two fire that, types. Rather. That was something playing Poke MMO that was really hard for me to get used to. Oh, with the Nuzlocke that we did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we. For those who didn't know, we played a little bit of a Nuzlocke from uh, Poke MMO on Diamond and Pearl. Uh, a little bit of a different experience than the main game and all, but it has the the Pokedex the way it was meant to be, the way it was in those games. I, we had Ponyta and Chimchar. That was pretty much it. <laughs> I was getting destroyed uh, yeah. in that game because I didn't yeah. have a good fire type. Yeah, thank goodness for the market in that game. But uh, <laughs> um, I guess the level of difficulty too was hot because you know I played I played Fire Red and Leaf Green when I was relatively younger, right? Mm-hmm. So it was difficult, right? Because I was younger. But a lot of people say you can go through that game with just your starter. You try doing that in as, as an eleven year old, it ain't working. Yeah, yeah, it ain't. It's just not happening. It's not. <laughs> it's yeah. not happening. You're gonna need one to two. Maybe even three Pokemon in the back that you need to get through that game. I mean, this is that it's that challenging, especially if you don't know prehand like where your rival's going to show up or or where uh, where the team Galactic is going to show up. You yeah. know, you just don't know. Eleven um, year old first time playing it. 
running into all these people out of nowhere, <laughs> not knowing know. who he's about to fight and just getting clapped up by Team Oh, I bet. I have been clapped plasma. Yeah. No, it's uh, Galactic. Plasma okay, is part okay. of that trash game of Pokemon White and Black. Hey, you don't know? you dare. Don't you hey, dare hey, insult them. Hey, that's hey, another hey. episode. Hey. That's an, yeah, that's another episode. That's another episode. But, um, Black and White's the best. Pinnacle. Cap. Cap. I wish I had a hat just to be like, Cap. Oh, you gotta but, get uh, one. <laughs> for sure. You gotta get one. For sure. But, um, man, I, uh... Thoroughly enjoyed like the Pokedex. It had some of my favorite Pokemon ever in it, like Turtwig. One of my absolute. I think he's in my top five, being favorite, being one of my favorites. Um, Shinx uh, evolved into Luxray. Fantastic, absolutely Pokemon. fantastic Pokemon. Um, you know, there's a couple. Of, I mean, I'm about to go through the list right now. I, I did put together a little list. Twenty so, minutes of preparation. He doesn't even 20. have the Pokemon ready. I really don't. I'm actually just about to just sort <laughs> Platinum's Pokédex. Going to Poké-Info, the app itself. Yeah, facts. Free oh, marketing. Bastion, the fossil Pokémon? Don't even get me started, bro. Fossil Pokémon were fire. I wish I, I liked the fossil Pokémon from them. I can't believe that you don't. The dude, the Bastiodon, it literally is just a... a uh... Yeah, remind people what Bastiodon looks it's, like, just in case it's they're a, not seeing this. It's a triceratops. It's a triceratops, essentially, that has its whole face it's as a metal a, shield. It's just a square shield instead of three He's massive, spots. and he's massive. And he's it's, massive. So, it's sick. Like, the defensive, and even in the competitive side of things, the defensive mm-hmm. side is, oh my gosh. He has a defense of 168 and a special defense of 138. I mean, good God. What was you his know? typing? Uh, rock Steel is what okay. it says here. You also get dumb Pokemon like Burmy and Wormadam, which are like just literally shrubs. Yeah. You know, like I, they're I so like stupidly designed, but they're so beautiful in that setting that they were in. Wasn't you know, there like a it, few it's... different types of Wormadams? Yeah, there's one for each season, I believe, is season? how they did it. Oh, uh, no, no, actually, no, it was one, it's called Trash Wormadam, the other <laughs> one's called Sandy Wormadam, and then there's Normal Wormadam. So but they like kind of, it just looks like the terrain. Okay, okay. Yeah, it looks like the terrain that they're in, like, Normal Wormadam's green, Sandy is brown, and then Pink, the Trash one, is, is pink, I don't know why. But it also <laughs> evolves into Mothram, which looks like Mothra from okay. Godzilla, which is gas. All right, I'm gonna have way. to take a better look at him. You also get Vespa Queen. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was that gen. Gassiest of Pokemon. First of all, you got like the most absurd chance of, to find a female combi, which is what she evolves from. Mm-hmm. And once you find that, I mean, you get Vespa Queen. And in that game, she has moves that are just busted. Like, busted, busted. And uh, Did you have a Vespa just... Queen during your like childhood? First place? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It took a long time, but I wanted it because I wanted the uh, the complete decks for that that. Uh, region because I had diamond and then I eventually got pearl to get Palkia and the other gen exclusives and then I ended up getting platinum after that. Oh, cool! And um, uh, yeah, man, that's how I mean, Gastrodon, which I hated back then because how stupid looking it is, <laughs> but I love in hindsight now, you know. Yeah. Um, what do absolutely you like? Uh, what was the one with the it was it Craniodos? It was just the bald head and spikes poking out from the side yeah he was he was like a weird version of a tri- uh tyrannosaurus huh. but it like wasn't yeah i don't know what dinosaur it was supposed to represent but did you I mean, like that was... one too i mean I, I think i picked him over bastidon at first because uh what is it the small one is more like cute yeah craniodose 
Evolves into Rampardos. Yeah, Craniados okay. was like cute. Yeah, I like Craniados yeah, like, more than It was super cute, you know? <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm about it, you know? So I got, I chose him for sure. You yeah. also get introductions to like Steelix, I think, right? Steelix came out uh, yeah. in this game. You got Steelix and a whole bunch of, no, I think Steelix might have been, uh, you got uh, a whole bunch of evolutions and baby Pokemons. Yeah. As well, which is great. So you got like Happiny, um, you got Mime Jr., you got Cleffa, you got Pichu. Eh, no, Pichu wasn't in this one. I, think I mean, Pichu silver. was in the game. But yeah, I think that was silver. But um, you have Munchlax. Oh, dude, Come I on. love Munchlax. Come on out. Come on out. Oh, you, Munchlax. you hate Munchlax, you gotta get out of here. No, I love Munchlax. I know, I, I, was, I was saying that to the audience. Oh, okay, well, yeah, well, we just lost half of our people, so good job. So. You're welcome. You're welcome. We <laughs> got rid of the rejects. Well, you know... I think the game overall is just how much fun it was, how long the game was, because the game, the post game is amazing too. You get to catch legendaries that are exclusive to the game. You know, you don't have to rely on like how Pokemon games nowadays are like, okay, we're going to reach back and grab all those legendaries. The game had their own legendary. I mean, you had, you had just, here, I'm going to give you the list of the ones that I remember okay. and tell me if there's any, any other Pokemon game that has this many legendaries that are natural to the game. Mm -hmm. You get Darkrai. You get Dialga or Palkia or Giratina. You get Giratina um, in Diamond and Pearl. Um, you get uh, Cresselia. You get Heatran. You get, uh, I'm missing one, I think. But, oh, man, what was it? Oh, I'm messing it up. I'm going to have to look. One hey, second. hey, listen, you're already off to a poor start. I already can think of 10 legends introduced in black and white. No, you can't count the Swords of Justice. Anyway, you can't. Original to Dang the it. game. It's not a legend. It's not a legend. Literally, they are. It's not a legend. Dan and anyway. they are. Where's the cat hat? Anyways, anyways. You get uh, Leafeon and Glaceon, am I right? Gas, am I right? I don't think but, I've uh, ever used those Pokemon, but I love their designs. They're actually pretty good in singles. Yeah. Doubles are horrible. But, um... <laughs> but... Yo, let's get to the meat and potatoes of the game, right? It, it was the first game in the DS. The very first game, besides PictoChat, which was on the DS, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> for it was, it was generational, right? Yeah. So you get all the bottom screen stuff. You get secret bases now um, that got brought over from the Emeralds and uh, Ruby Sapphire series. And you can actually interact with the bottom screen picking fossils up. Uh, you can set better traps and crap like that. Um, not to mention, you get the GTC finally with the global or not Ooh, GTC. Yeah. I forgot internet GTC? came in around that time for the yeah. DS. global global trade center. I yeah. think is what it's called. Yeah, they got rid of that recently, didn't they? Yes, yeah, they basically got rid of it because I mean it's sword and shield. I wish they didn't because it made more sense to make deals that you weren't willing to like wonder trade or random trade with yeah. people for. You know, yeah. like you could put a listing up. And then that would be it, you know. Yeah. But anyway, you get the GTC, which had its own office, I think, in Heart to Hearthrome, Hearthrome City, I think. Okay. Um, maybe it wasn't Hearthrome. I don't remember. The very first city you get into, it's on the left hand side. I remember that, and it's got this big old globe just circling around, and it's cool. It's a spectacle. You mm -hmm. walk in there, and you're like, dude, if I have internet, the dude, I could just get whatever Pokemon I want, you know? <laughs> and that's essentially how it was, right? You, yeah. you put up something, you expect to get something, you come back in a day or two, and you come and you log back on, boom, you got it. Nine times out of ten, you got it, unless you're asking for, like, Mewtwo. Mm -hmm. or something absurd, right? Yeah, that's my problem like, with GTC. I would always see people asking for, like, the 
Well, that's why you, put, you always put your own listing. You don't yeah. go based off what other people are doing because that's – yeah, you get a lot of people like that. It's hard to filter. But mm-hmm. anyway, anyway. Yeah, you get, subject. You get the – what I think is cool, it, they, it was not the Battle Frontier. It's the Battle Tower. It was the first introduction to the Battle Tower, and it's kind of degraded ever since. But that was like the pinnacle of what the Battle Tower – you know, was good at it. You could do doubles with, with, uh, characters throughout the game, like Cynthia, Barry. Um, I don't think you get Dawn, but I know you can get like Cynthia, Barry, Flannery, and a couple others who are gym leaders to be your partner and actually fight up your, you know, fight up the, uh, way up the tower and stuff, which was cool. It wasn't like, it was like a mixture between the battle frontier and what the battle tower is today, uh, which was, which was nice. I thoroughly, you know, appreciated it. I thought it was pretty nice. Um, let's see. There was, there was one other. Oh yeah, the Friend Island, bro. All those Pokemon that I said earlier that I, my Game Boy broke. Yeah. That the DS can hold the Game Boy games. Gas. First of all, what <laughs> to me the the original DS was one of the best consoles yeah, of all time. I fully. Agree. Um. But it. You go down to this island after you the town where the professor is. You go down to this water route. You go to this island. And uh, you essentially meet Professor Oak for the first time. So that's dope, right? Um, you get to plug in your game, your fire, red, leaf, green, your emerald, your ruby, your sapphire. You get to just plug that in right there. And uh, you get to transfer your Pokemon up. You can transfer six at a time. I, I don't know. I don't remember if it had a, a time limit of any kind. Yeah. Um, but I know that you had six, you could transfer six at a time. Um, if I remember that. Did it turn into like a mini game? Yeah, yeah, so I'm getting to it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just, Relax. I'm on my, I'm on Relax. My. Anyways, um, so you go, you go in, and you, it's basically like the Safari Zone. It's exactly like the Safari Zone. You go in, you got six Safari Balls, and you got to go around and catch, and catch the Pokemon. It's an insta-catch, obviously, and they transfer with the Pokeballs that they had and stuff like that, and they got all their OTs and stuff with their old trainer and ID numbers and all that crap, whatever. But it was just cool. You get to catch your you get to re-catch the Pokemon that you trained up throughout all the other games. And even though it's a one shot, you know, thing, it's still cool. It's a spectacle. Yeah. It's a spectacle. Was it annoying at times because you get down to that last one, you gotta run around the whole map fifty times and try to find it? Yes. It's only yes. six Pokemon it, at a time. <laughs> very much very much. Very much annoying. Very much annoying. But it was it was pretty it was fun in that regard like it was just a a really nice spectacle i think the entire series of of diamond and pearl and platinum was just a a a spectacle and the best story out of all the pokemon games in my opinion had the best team in my opinion had the best pokedex natural pokedex it had uh it's kind of like what you should do moving forward like instead of making a thousand new Pokemon every Pokedex or soft resetting every five to ten years, you know, just make evolutions. And that's what they did, and they did it very, very well. You know, you get a Pokemon like Dusnor, Porygon Z, Magmortar, Electivire, like Pokemon that their designs are Buku Bananas, and they have these awesome stats, you know, that aren't getting competitive except some of them. But but at the time, you know, they work. They work. Um... I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it could compare to. I don't know how you can compare that to like Leaf Green or I Fire Red. Mean, yeah. But but I mean, like Leaf Green to Fire Red. Like I'll let you talk about yeah, that. But yeah, that, yeah. You know, there's some nostalgic factors there for sure. It, for me, just for context, then by that time when Diamond and Pearl were out, people had the DS and everything. 
I was in some weird mindset. Fifth grade, uh, little Larry Ann uh, thought Pokemon at the time was stupid. And for kids, I, I by that point, was a grown man. <laughs> I, was just, a grown man. Grown, I had a credit score. <laughs> I was a grown man. No way was I going to let anybody call me a kid. So I refused yeah. to touch it, even though in the back of my head, I was like, oh, I wish I could play those games. <laughs> so that generation, I never got to touch. Uh, that's part of the reason why I'm so excited for the remakes, because uh, I, I really want to give them a shot especially because I know how much you love them. And like you just expressed there, I I want to be able to see if I can experience any of that. Maybe it'll become one of my favorite games, you know? Maybe it'll be my favorite Pokemon game. But so far, just from my experience, it can't be because I've never played them. <laughs> well, I played it on MMO, but that's not played, the same. Yeah, you played a watered-down version of it, and it's... we also made it extremely difficult, so it probably wasn't <laughs> enjoyable. Yeah, it, so... it was not the same in any way. So, yeah, Leaf Green and Pokemon Gala Darkness, those two, they took the cake for me back then. Uh, Leaf Green, like you said, it's the one of the first games, right? It literally is the first region. The nostalgia's there, but at the same time, you also have all the advances of Ruby and Sapphire, because that's the, the engine was running through. So it played smoothly. It was pretty. It didn't have the stupid clumsiness of OG red and blue. Yeah, yeah. Which was really hard going back to whenever they came out on the DS. I loved the games, but it was really hard going back to. Um, And then the post game with the Fire Islands and everything. I remember spending hours on that game. I, uh, I had it in between me moving from one state to this state I'm living in now, um, the whole drive here, I was playing it until my Game Boy died. And then for the That's next... That's like the worst, right? That's like the worst, dude. You get that red flash. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off, but no, that red right. flash, bro. Oh, my goodness. It, it kept flashing for like the last 15 minutes of my drive. Like, and I was like, Yeah, trying not to get in any battles or anything. You're just trying to organize boxes real quick. Save and then every just single save. minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So I would play it again for like a year or two after moving and um it got to a point where a friend of mine at the time who was just a neighbor kid uh I don't know how old I was back then I was probably probably around 8 or 9 uh so a neighbor kid came over and he knew how much I loved this game uh cuz I played it even if he was at the house he kept pestering me for like 3 days in a row Ray, can I have the game? Ray, can I borrow the game? Ray, Ray, can I borrow it? Can I borrow it? Can I borrow it? It got to a point where stupid me let him yeah. borrow the game. I haven't seen it since. Hey, that's on you. I haven't seen it since. That's on, that's on you. You I know can't be a, a gullible kid like that. Listen, anyway, listen. Yeah, by, by the time I was nine years old, I was practically a grown man. So I mean, it was about time. You did I have learned. a credit score. I did, did have, have a credit, a credit score. score. So it's about time for me to learn that the world just spits on you. So that was the first instance <laughs> of the world going. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, get wrecked first of all, dude. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen it since. I miss it. I had a Vaporeon. I got it up to like level eighty-six. I didn't have any Pokemon at level one hundred because I kept switching Pokemon for whatever reason. Vaporeon, I swore to myself, I'd get him to level 100. I'd do it. I promised myself. He did. 
I'm not a man of my word. Hey, <laughs> I hey. learned that too at the age of nine. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough, dude. It was. It was. Always hard I, to I do, realize. I do agree that the the game is is pretty flawlessly redone from yeah. Red and Blue, like yeah. flawless. Like you couldn't ask for a better quote unquote remake than mm-hmm. that. I mean, I look I look at Leaf Green as being better than like the Let's Go game. Oh yeah, yeah, of, easy. Oh, it's yeah, the by, best by Gen far. One game. Yes, yeah. it's the best Gen One. Uh, well, how do you say that? Reflection of the game. Uh, Are you talking about like remake? Yeah, my bad. I, I think it's even better not, than the I'm original. I'm having a stroke. I'm having a stroke. My bad. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> You're going to have to get that checked, buddy. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I definitely agree. Like, that original 150 has just got that certain spice. Uh, there's some Pokemon that are just whack, like Muck. Like, oh, what yeah. is that? You yeah. know, stop. Yeah, stop. I, I didn't but touch them. <laughs> yeah, I just had like, Charizard and a Vaporeon. That's all I remember. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> what, was your, what, was your, uh, what was your favorite gym leader? Because mine's the... Uh, I think his name is Blaine, the dude that's just coked out on oh, that dude, island. Oh, dude, doctor? Heck yeah. Yeah. Dude, he yeah. just he looks like that dude on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Stupid glasses and the stupid yeah, trivia. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That dude is straight gas. But, yeah, aside from Leaf Green, Gala Darkness, though, was also my jam back in the day. GameCube. Yeah, I never, I never played Gala Darkness, so, like... And yeah. I've always wanted to, but the game is so expensive on eBay, right? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about emulating it. So tell me some things. Yeah, like, that's why you should legally it. get it on your computer. I mean, you ain't gotta say that. It's Twitch. It's Twitch. Yeah, like, <laughs> if someone, if someone, yeah, we got three people watching. All right, those and three. If one of those one three of people is a Nintendo, Nintendo lawyer, if one of, <laughs> one of them is a Nintendo lawyer, bro, like we could just get wrecked. <laughs> you just got shot <laughs> at that point. Getting bodied. All right. So, <laughs> but yeah, Gale of Darkness. Uh, I don't know. I is about a year or two into moving here, and uh, it was Christmas at the time. I still celebrated it. My parents uh, got me a GameCube. I opened it up. What is this? Then I opened up Gale of Darkness. What is this? Pokemon? What? It's not on my Game Boy. What am I to do? Over, over the disconnect button. <laughs> Uh, so I pop it in, I start playing it. I didn't have a memory card, so I'd have to leave my GameCube on at all times. Whenever I I'm in the house. Dude, it was, it was rough for a bit there. I started mm-hmm. the game over multiple times because my mom didn't like me leaving it on. <laughs> but, uh, Gale of Darkness is apparently a sequel to Coliseum. Never played it. Uh, I'd like to eventually, but I don't, Gale of Darkness is better. Huh? I didn't know that. Yeah, is it a, a sequel, sequel to Coliseum? Yeah, wow, I yeah. never knew that. Okay, that's where Shadow Pokemon was introduced, apparently in Coliseum. I don't know, <laughs> never played okay. it. Yeah. Um, the whole whole scenario, you're like a, a research assistant, uh, and you're going through wild Pokemon are very rare in this region. I think it's it's not Almia. That's a Ranger game. I don't remember the name of the region. It doesn't matter. Pokemon are rare in the area because of basically pollution and the such. Nobody's yeah. taking care of things, and Pokemon run away. Uh, all that's left is trainers Pokemon. And this evil team, they have corrupted the hearts of their Pokemon, so they've become shadow Pokemon. They're evil. Because they're evil, it made the doctor give you a robotic arm enhancement thing that lets you catch other Pokemon's people, other people's Pokemon. (laughs) So you turn into Team Rocket. Dude, basically you're, you're, you're Team Rocket, but you're also the good guy. 
That's tough. Yeah. Imagine being that guy. Like yeah. you're you're actually saving the the region. And yeah, just you're literally like, oh. stealing people's Pokemon just to save the region. Just being a huge douche. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, I have my my Ursa ring. <laughs> I love yeah, him I so much. <laughs> yeah. But I've tainted his heart, so now this little eleven-year-old boy is coming and taking my Pokemon. <laughs> I'm gonna clap my cheeks in this battle and then take my Pokemon. That's yeah. horrible. Your starter Pokemon is an Eevee. Which is even oh, cooler. Imagine that. imagine that. Yeah, even cooler. At the time, Eevee was my favorite Pokemon. So, I, of course, I was in love with it. Uh, yeah. In, like, the second... In the first town, you get an option to evolve it into any of the ones all the way up to Espeon and Umbreon. So, uh, I turned it into Espeon. And uh, my buddy Pokemon was a Teddy Ursa, because it was the first one I caught. So we went through and we were trying to solve all of the what was going on in this region, saving Pokemon's hearts. And uh, I'm sure you've seen the cover art, a Shadow Lugia, right? Yeah. The, the beautiful design. I wish they'd do something like that again. Uh, the closest we've got is like in Pokémon Tournament, that weird Mewtwo. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, like Mega, Mega Evolutions are hot. Yeah, Mega Evolutions are cool and all, but like Shadow Lugia's not disagreeing. I mean, sending sending Pokemon to the shower realm sounds kind of cool, right? And cool. he's purple, gorgeous. Yeah. So uh, he, at the beginning of the game, basically steals a giant freighter ship out of the ocean and dumps it into the desert, killing yeah. everything on board. It's like, it said that ev- nobody survived. Everyone oh, on the ship wow. died, including nope. Pokemon, Kids, except uh, except for, for everyone. One. And you're the one? No, no, it's a Bonsley. The first time Bonsley's even in a game. Oh, wow. It was okay. the introduction of Bonsley right there. It's yeah. scared as heck on the ship. There's a little puzzle of you trying to comfort it and get it out. It was so... Yeah. I can't stress how much that game made me feel how yeah. just fun it was. And it was on the GameCube, so of course it was able to give you these set pieces unlike any other. Were the battles normal? Yeah, yeah. Like normal battles? Okay, cool. It's just It was literally just a Pokemon game on the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of gas. Exactly. That's kind of gas. There's a multiplayer mode where you and your buddy could basically play random battles against each other, where they'd give you oh, a like random six? Pokemon. Got it. Like three or four, I think, a piece. That's cool. Yeah. You do doubles, singles, and then you had different tiers among that, where the higher yeah. the tier, the more likely you would have a legendary, the lower the tier, baby Pokemon. Stuff like that. That would be sick. Dude, I, I plan at some point to play on the channel Gale of Darkness again, too, just because I haven't even put Pokemon content on my channel. <laughs> I know, right? It's like one of your favorite franchises. You're just like, oh, you know what? You know, not yeah, playing it. Not, not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> That's like that's like me. Like uh, I play I play no Halo or I've never played Halo on my my channel. Yeah, but yeah that's one of my favorite childhood games. As a matter of fact, me and channel. Hey, 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 we don't talk about the hiatus. All right, we're back. My we're bad. back. Reaper oh. LLC is back. LLC is okay? back. LLC. You know, we for some semi-consistent podcasts. Yeah, some... <laughs> <laughs> we might stream. We might stream. Maybe. We we sell this house and, and move back home. We'll see. Your boy, and especially if I'm getting that VA money, your boy is about to be a full-time streamer. We'll see. But, <laughs> but uh, probably not. Probably not. Don't Dep- I'm not coming back. Up, smooth brain losers. That's but, uh, right. We hate you. We uh, hate all I, of you people listening. 
We hate these 81 followers that I have. <laughs> How dare you follow and spend oh, your man. time here. But, uh, no, yeah, I never show any games like I really, really love, like Halo or StarCraft 1. I don't show Star- I saw StarCraft 2 on the, on the channel. As a matter of fact, I messed up on the stream earlier and it said we were playing StarCraft 2. So, oh, that's funny. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, just... Oh, yeah, I fixed it. I fixed it. <laughs> okay. Now it's, uh, now it's Larry and Reap. You know, Ooh. first ever, first ever what a, what a What a title. Yes. Anyways. Yeah, you were talking about StarCraft. I, I hogged up the spotlight for a while. Tell me about StarCraft 1. I yeah, believe no it was only, only half the time. Anyway, anyway, my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, so StarCraft 1. You want some of, like, the best game story and lore arc of all time. Like, StarCraft is probably right there uh, up with, like, games like Halo and... And uh, Mass Effect and stuff like that, as far as like story, like the story is just the primo of primo. And uh, StarCraft One, I believe it came out in 1990, something like that. But the way I stumbled across it was I didn't buy it, I didn't have it, um, or anything like that. Uh, my mom got this computer, had it, and it was an old, old, super old Dell. Had one of those old monster box uh, freaking <laughs> uh, screens, right? Where's the screen, and then it goes back like this far, like yeah, an old yeah, TV. Yeah. It looks so stupid, right? You got to get so one of the streams. Oh, dude, I should. That would be hot. That'd be hot. You probably get one for like ten bucks. Yeah, but, run uh... StarCraft Two on it. <laughs> I'm running 4K on this thing, bro. Anyway, 4P. Anyways, um, <laughs> that thing was horrible, right? So I opened up the disc drive because my mom had this other game that I was playing called like Beachhead or something. It was like a tower defense game. It was trash, but it was something to do, right? And it was, you know, it was easy it, while the dial-up internet was working, the mm-hmm. AOL. But I opened the disc thing up and I see StarCraft One, uh, and then uh, in a case in the drawer because I was like, this thing has to have a case. I guess my mom had it in the case. She got it with the computer. It was StarCraft One Brood War, right? The expansion. And I was like, all right, well, let me check this out. I get on there and I'm watching the cutscenes. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's like a little movie or something. Who knows? How right? old are you at this but time? I, huh? How old are you? Oh, at this I, time? I want to say I was like, oh, man. I want to say I was like six to seven. Wow. This is right before my parents got divorced and okay. split up. All right. Yeah. So I, re- I remember this like vividly. Okay. Right? Like, so we. Uh, we got, like I said, got the computer. I'm starting to play this game, right? And uh, I'm going through. I'm not understanding most of the things that are being said or going on. But we get into the game, and I'm like, all right, uh, here's the tutorial. And I'm loving, I'm loving the aesthetics. I mean, it's yeah. '90s graphics, but boy, like all I've seen is Pokemon graphics, <laughs> right? So, yeah. as far as like games I've ever played, you know, back then, it was, it was literally that. Yeah, yeah, and Yu-Gi-Oh for sure. And um, so I'm sitting there th- saying. All right, I'll give it a shot. We'll try it out. And I'm sitting there playing it, playing it, playing it. And I got to be so, I'm not going to say so good because there's some Koreans out there can slap their keyboard 10 times a second. And that's insane. And uh, that's ridiculous. But I got to the point where I was like pretty freaking good at the game. I was playing on like the hardest difficulties of the campaign and stuff. And I would never knew what was going on in the campaign. But mm-hmm. looking back, I, I mean, obviously I can tell you the full campaign. But, anyways, um, like, for being an RTS, a real-time strategy game, where you get to build your base and essentially build your army and then go attack another army, it's just insane. It was so much fun. Like, it was, it had so much content, but had so little content at the same time. It had a yeah. map editor. I'd find myself hours upon hours making maps that were garbage. 
that if you tried to play them, you couldn't. You know, like, that's how bad they were. How do I win? Like, exactly. Like, you're just trapped in your little corner and everybody else is just around you. You know, you can't do a jack anything about it. You know, it's just horrible. But where the game essentially... The game, yeah, the game, the game essentially taught me a lot of, of how to, like, resource manage um, really well, how to uh, do, like, timing attacks, which is crazy. It taught me, like, actual strategy... And war games, which I thought was super cool at the time, made me really good at Risk. By the way, I was <laughs> fat good at Risk. We played but, uh, a few rounds. I, I'll attest to it. I'll attest. I mean, the game is gas. The game's gas. But um, but the characters are all cool. I mean, you get three races: you get the Terran, the Protoss, and the Zerg. And the Zerg and the Protoss—they've ripped. Actually, all three of the races they kind of ripped off from other franchises. But hey, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but uh, uh, at least the aesthetic, right? But they're so cool looking like the Protoss of these really high-tech alien dudes, and they're like butt naked half the time, but they have nothing on. Like, they're just T-posing almost half the times in the cutscenes. And they got such cool armor and, and weaponry. The Zerg are just basically like the Flood in Halo, dude. They just come out of nowhere, and they're just like deformed Protoss, and they're just destroying Monstrous everything. entities. And uh, they have a hive mentality, right? And um, they're... Uh, controlled by the Overmind in that yeah. game, and then later on this girl named Kerrigan, which used to be the next race we're talking about, which is the Terran. Terran are just basically humans, right? And the Terran <laughs> army is basically... Humans. Oh, yeah, they're, they're racist. They're also uh, <laughs> criminals. All the Terran army are criminals. Yep. They got sent here to literally die. Yeah, right? the scum of the earth. And, uh, literally, the actual scum of the earth. It's, it's actually insane. <laughs> But um, if anyone gets a chance, you got to see the first cutscene of the game. It's just—it's <laughs> so gruesome, too, dude. It's insane. It, it's so funny. What was it? Um, How did it go? I'm pretty sure the first cutscene of the game was uh, old dude. Just—are you talking about old dude just like walking with a cigar yes, and he's yeah, got the glasses yeah. on? Yeah. All right, so he's just like walking with a cigar. He's got a glasses on and he's uh like a half out there. A mech with, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out there in his with a sergeant, right? Out there in yep. the driving a jeep or something. Yeah. yeah. And they're driving a Jeep, and they run up on this dead Zergling, and they're just like, oh, man. And they're just talking like – they're saying slurs about the Zerglings. I'm not going to say them. There you but go. Get offended. <laughs> no, I'm not, not doing it. Not doing it. No slurs <laughs> on, this, on this. But anyway, anyways, they start saying some slurs about these things, right? And uh, one just comes out of nowhere and just bops the dude. And then, like, they start getting surrounded, I remember. And then the dude in the um, – didn't the dude just blow his head off? Yeah, <laughs> I think Goodbye, he did. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he had a big old cigarette in his mouth. These are like 90s graphics, so yeah. these mouth movements are horrible. Like, like the world will come out and it's like, he's having a stroke. He looked like play and he, just, and he just blows his whole head off, and that's the end of the cutscene. That's how you get introduced to the game. Yeah. First of all, that is, that is insane. That's insane. <laughs> that is stupid. That is insane to think about. That, that's how you get introduced yeah. into... One of the greatest games of all time, and um, <laughs> the story I think was it was it was very well done. They do it in chapters, right? So you do I think it was the Terran one first. So you get to go through the Terran's point of view of the war going on between all three of them, and you get to find out all the backstory on them. And then instead of it being the same time frame as the Terrans, the next chapter, which was the Proto or the Zerg in that one. Um, it just is a continuation. It's it's in response to all those events that happen. So it's a continuation rather than just a bunch of exposition and POVs of where you're at now, which I thoroughly enjoyed that, especially looking back now. Like, 
just watching the cutscenes and just watching, you know, like the mission, somebody else doing the missions, it's 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 lovely to just watch and uh, see that fluidity is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get at. Um, and then you segue into chapter three being the Protoss. You get to see these, this immaculate ending to the game, and there's still so many questions. You know they're going to do a sequel and all that crap, right, or at least an expansion. Yeah. And they did do an expansion for StarCraft 1. It's called the Brood War. Uh, if you're going to play it, uh, you should definitely do it on um, – uh, they have a remastered version where you can have cartoon bots over it, so it's all like all remastered textures, and they're all like little cartoon characters. It's oh, pretty really? adorable. <laughs> it's pretty adorable. But um, but yeah, man, this is on the phone by now. No, there's no way they can get that uh, game on the phone. There's absolutely no way. There's absolutely no way. You know how many things you have to control all at once. That's a good point. That's a good like point. you, you have to control some like good player, and I'm talking world class players that have won millions of dollars playing this game. StarCraft One from the '90s made millions of dollars. They're hitting 600 keys a minute. Yeah, there's I mean, so much on average, that. on average, you know. So like, imagine you can't. There's no way you can do that on a mobile device. Yeah, unless you just severely dumb it down, you know, yeah. which possible. They could. Possible. But uh, I don't think it would be. I mean, the game's great. Um, I can't. I can't say enough good things about how how much fun. Like it, it morphed my entire outlook on gaming. Because then on, I was like, okay, I need to find games that have good story, good single player replayability, and who has like maybe maybe you know as a bonus a sandbox mode yeah. like how that map editor was. Yeah, all those game That's modes a, goes a long way with oh, a yeah. single player game. Oh yeah, and, and I mean RTS. It just became instantly one of my favorite genres of all yeah. time, and I was just like, dude, this is insane. You know, like I it opened up the uh, eyes to like Command and Conquer. It opened up the eyes to StarCraft Two later when it came out. Um, any of the Dawn of War series stuff like that just opened you up to a yeah. new genre, and I, I really enjoyed that yeah. thoroughly. When you told me that this was going to be one of the games you were going to talk about today, I was very surprised that it was one of your early childhood. I knew it came out a while ago, but at the same time, I know how extensive those games are for a young yeah. someone to understand and comprehend yeah. enough to play. <laughs> it, yeah. They like I said, I didn't pay attention to the story. I didn't pay attention to nothing to the story until hindsight. The only reason I'm telling you all these facts now is because I, you know, I have obviously replayed it yeah. a bunch. Yeah. But, um... I mean, there's there's been I knew all the cheat codes too, too. It was oh, great. there's but, cheat uh, there's, codes, of course. Oh yeah, there's, yeah. There, there's a cheat code. One's called Power Overwhelming that gives you invincibility. And then there's one called uh, this. This is no cow level, or this is a cow level, and then it, you just insta win the level that you're on. That, that's it. <laughs> so if you're if you're getting there was a time where I was playing on like brutal, and I was just fed up, and yeah. I just did not want to play it. I was like cow level, and then we just moved on. I was like, we're not playing that mission. That mission's trash. Know your word. You know? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> but uh, okay, all right. Well, I mean, Gale of Darkness, that's fire. Pokemon Leaf Green, that's fire. Domino Pro, that's good. So that's three Pokemon games, and we got one non-Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you, you have any more, right? other? Huh? You had one more, right? I, I'm gonna say I mean, I have one left. more. Oh, I, well, no one's here. I don't want to talk the whole time. I'm trying to get you to you know, back a little back and forth. I was trying to. Oh, are we gonna have a back? Are we gonna have a back and forth? Are we gonna? Are we gonna? Uh, excuse me. Are we gonna have a back and forth? No. Okay, then go ahead. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> what other? Did you have a non-Pokemon game in your yeah, list? Yeah, yeah. I had one more game on my list. Star yeah. Wars Battlefront 2 OG. 
Ooh. Ooh. We know what it is. Ooh. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's that face, of, mm, that stank face that okay. you know when something's good. Like, yeah, when you're when listening to a good rap out. song. Oh, okay, or mac and cheese, sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, right. Battlefront 2. Right. PlayStation 2 is what I had it on uh, originally. I know the Xbox version was better, um, but the PlayStation 2 is what I had it on. My dad gave me his PlayStation 2 when he decided he was done playing video games. He was a grown man by that point. Uh, <laughs> so it was my turn to play at the Xbox. Um, yeah. So I had Battlefront 2, uh, some Call of Duty games, a few others. I can't remember, honestly. I think I had Grand yeah. Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, Vice City. Uh, Those are horrible games, yeah. I, I enjoyed them back in the day. Especially because with San Andreas, you can play uh, co-op. Um, you, there well, was... I didn't know you could play co-op. That's kind of yeah, cool. Me and my dad played together. Um, oh. Bad game. Don't recommend playing Grand Theft Auto for anybody, mainly because it's just, you know, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Battlefront 2. Um, I spent so much time on my own playing the single player repeatedly. Of course, yeah. I had memory cards this time, so I didn't have to start over, but I wanted to. Exactly. I went through, and I, I was the 501st. Then I was the, the I turned clones into stormtroopers, and I hunted down those Jedi in Coruscant. I took them down, and then I felt bad about it. <laughs> then I felt bad about it, but I kept playing. Uh, I played through that game probably like five times now, and I... I would still play it again, especially after I found out it was co-op, and then I played through it with uh, a couple of my friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the game's gas, like, especially for that co-op replayability. Yeah. It came out at the same time, I think, as a, as a Episode 3 or a little bit right after it. Ooh, yeah. And so, like, so, like you just get all this, all these yep. emotions and feelings while you're playing the game. I definitely understand yeah. that. Especially because it had uh, a couple of, in the intro specifically, a couple of, like, Cutscenes from the yes, movies. From the movies, yeah, yeah. Yes, they just get you hyped. Yeah. Like you're just like in the music. <laughs> dun, dun. I'm not gonna. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> but uh, no, I definitely, get you definitely there. agree. Even the menu <laughs> sound moving through the menu. The <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, just everything about that was all hot. What, right. Uh, right. What were some of the game modes in it? Because I know I, all I remember is Galactic Conquest. And obviously the campaign. That, yeah. I mean, there was others too. Right? Yeah, there's a couple others. Uh, I I'm gonna be real. I pretty much only played Galactic Conquest, but there was instant action where you could create your own set levels where you could do like, okay, we're gonna go onto this map in this section of the map doing space or battle. Uh, we're gonna do conquest, or we're gonna do something like free for all, or heroes versus villains where you were just Jedi or. You know, Sith. Yeah, that was hot. That was hot. Yeah. There was another one that was a hunt, right? You could hunt down like wampas and, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm be real. The only time I really cared about hunting down the wampas was whenever I was on like Tatooine, Tatooine, yeah. and I was shooting the Jawas as they were running around. Oh gosh. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> who, who did they end up helping? They, I don't think they helped anybody. They were just annoying. I think literally they were just there to kill everything. Yeah. Yeah. In the Ewoks, you could do that on Endor, right? Yeah, yeah. The Ewoks actually helped the Rebels, though, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, man. It was so cool because it had better animation. Like, the game was so ahead of its time, dude. The animations were insane. 
-hmm. for all the surrounding areas, the Ewoks, like all the non, you know, Bang Bang guys. <laughs> the what guys? The animation, the Bang Bang Bang. But <laughs> bang Bang. But uh, all the non Bang Bang dudes, um, the animations were heat. Like on, on Indoor, you get to see the, the logs come in and slap yeah. something. You yeah. know, like the ATT or the ATATs from Hoth, they fall down just like Dude, how they did in the Hoth movies. Hoth was fire. Oh, yes. Tell me about it. Tell me and about it. The, in, there was a specific part on Hoth where it was uh, like this cave system. And leading right out of the cave system was a giant open field. On either side of the field was like uh, ancient temples or whatever on either side. And then you had the giant ATST just coming through. So anytime you would peep out <laughs> of the little cave, you nine times out of ten got mowed down. <laughs> yes, you got blasted, bro. <laughs> you got blasted. Oh. I played uh, Galactic Conquest over and over again uh, with pretty much every friend I could get my hands on. Um, including me. Including you. Uh, specifically Literally. you when I got the Xbox version. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I remember, uh, did you ever play any of the mods that you can get on PC in the PC version? Because uh, there, there are some I downloaded fire. a few, but I'm going to be real. I hadn't played them much, especially because yeah. uh, last time we tried playing, we couldn't really play together. It was very yeah, difficult that, to work. That one was horrible. I don't know what happened. They they messed it up ever since they went back to online features. But yeah, anyway, it, can you talk some good yeah. things about the game, please? <laughs> so back in the day, Galactic Conquest, um, one of my closer closest friends, uh, his name's Yesh, um, he and I would play all the way out throughout the night anytime we'd stay over. Um, and we we had no idea what the leaders' boards meant. Uh, I remember specifically seeing this one time my name was next to Bantha Fodder. I was like, what in the heck does this even mean? So for a while, he and I had this joke of like, oh, you're Bantha Fodder. Ha <laughs> ha, you're Bantha Fodder. Just because it sounded funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. And then I remember one day finding out what it meant. Uh, I still don't... F it, Bantha is an animal. Fodder is like food for the animal. But I finally found out that it literally just meant you died the most. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no! <laughs> I want that. Find out that you're horrible at the game. Yeah, yeah. So of course yeah. I had to go to CheatCodeCentral.com and uh, get invincibility <laughs> and unlimited ammo. Anytime yeah. we were in space, pop on invincibility because space battles yeah. were difficult. <laughs> I'd go inside the ship and take care of everything that way. Yeah, that was your only. I remember every time we play a space battle, that's all you do. Yep. I'm sitting there out there just like, ah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> I know the like, ground. I'm going to go and plant bombs and make it as boring as possible. <laughs> Boots to <laughs> ground is all I know. <laughs> Dude, they gave the vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Some of the best vehicle controls. Yeah, we opinion. played just the other day. It was so simple. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When you came over this way to visit, we played the other day, and we put on Veteran, of course, because we're stupid, and we haven't played the game in years. We like pain, you know? <laughs> And uh, I remember we got down to 10 people left on our side and, like, 30 on theirs. You hop into a vehicle. Oh, yeah. And you even the number out. Like, almost almost instantly, too, dude. It was just, like, <laughs> I was getting quads left and right. Like, mom, get the camera type stuff. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. I remember getting so upset because I was like, why, why am I not killing anything? Oh, yeah, because I'm not in a boat. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was insane, dude. <laughs> the, uh, I like the upgrades that you get for um, if you stay alive a long yeah. time. Like you'll get if you're the regular dude, you get the assault blaster. Yeah, then it's like a three round burst. Um, and if you're the engineer, you get like the upgraded shotgun that does like banana damage. Yes. dude. it's insane. It's like hitting, getting hit with a whole Mack truck. Like, it's dude, insane. The clone commando with the Gatling gun. Oh yeah, it was a not the commando, yeah. the clone commander. I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, the Gatling gun and the sentry turret, uh, yes. and the guardian thing where he like inspires people around you. Dude, yeah. I was in the best in the game. Yeah. By far. Yeah, By you far. go you go to Coruscant know, with Trooper. what was that? Jet Trooper is uh, pretty good. I could never use him. I could never I mean, use him. Jet Trooper, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I mean, I'm, I was horrible with him too back then, but looking back, I'm. Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, you basically get a semi-automatic rocket launcher and you get a fly. Like, that sounds pretty dumb. That's a good point. My favorite map was uh, Camino. Oh. Just because of the ambiance. I understand that. I understand that. I I think my favorite map is Geonosis because of how much is going on in just that little (laughs) map, bro. It's so hectic. you get a freaking ATTE, you get spider droids, which are freaking skyscraper size. There's a hangar in there yep. that you can mod and, and fly stuff around, by the way. Anyway, Ooh. there's an underground portion command yeah, post. There's a ground techno union gunship command post. And then you go all the way to the back on the separatist side, and there's a whole freaking base, essentially, yeah. over there. Yeah, wasn't there like a shield generator? I don't know if there's a shield generator, but I know that there was, like, so much going on yeah. on the map at all times. Like, your KD is garbage on that map. Unless oh, you're yeah. sniping. Oh, by the way, there was a mountain on the right-hand side of the map, too, that you can get on and snipe. <laughs> Gas. Gas. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, yeah, I definitely understand Camino. Like, the aesthetic and the ambience, like you said, yeah. primo. Uh, one of the best-looking maps in that game, for sure. Especially it did take a lot of time with it. Yeah, especially considering the facilities are just like the stark white. I mean, you most people here should have seen what Camino looks like in the movies. The stark yeah. white of the inside facilities, and then just the bleakness of everything outside. And everything outside is oh, is it feels bleak because you're getting killed <laughs> left and right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> super, super battle, battle droids, stinging separatists, <laughs> the, the yeah. commie scums. <laughs> I know, right? So is this... I am the Senate, my bad. <laughs> Do it. Oh, man. Who's your favorite hero in that game? I, I, I'm going to be real. I, I don't know. I'd never played Did you even use the heroes? I, I would actively try not to. Really? Yeah. I, I like the. I really liked Yoda because of how dumb his animations were. Oh, yeah. Didn't he like, like you jump could... around a lot? Oh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't hit him. His hitbox was like this. It was literally like this big. Yeah. It, it was insane. So every time you jump and you miss, like you were missing, cuh. Like <laughs> high man, ground it who? In, it was insane how much uh, you could get away with as Yoda. Yeah. Did you ever play any of the multiplayer whatsoever? With, uh, with I couldn't play people? online with anybody because I hadn't had internet all the way out through the end of me having high school. Honestly, A- after I mean, high school, I, I, I started there. I remember. <laughs> So, internet for me has pretty much been out of the question. For sure. But for you sure. were told me a while ago about your time on it, online. 
right? It's it's fun, um, especially you get into a modded server. I mean, there's mods for days. There's yeah. mods for days. Um, so if you get to a modded server, it's it's so much fun. I mean, it's just so many. You know, you got sixty four plus people in a mm-hmm. server. It's oh man, it's gotta it's be crazy. a breath of fresh air. It really, like, comparatively speaking to the new games, right, the Battlefront 2, Battlefront 1 games, it's just so much better. Yeah, those games are aesthetically pleasing, but there's nothing like getting into that 64 v 64 kind of old school style battle where it's just so simple, but yet it's so blissful at the same yeah. time of how, how wonderful it flows and, and how fluid everything is about the battle itself. Yeah. You know? And it doesn't even yeah. need to be balanced, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it never feels unfair. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It never feels unfair. You could go 0 and 20 and be like, yeah, that game was pretty fair. You know, straight up. <laughs> yep, I earned yeah. that. <laughs> straight up. Oh, man. Kashyyyk. Dude, fantastic yeah. map. Fantastic map. Naboo. Oh, man. I hated, I hated Naboo. What was the I'm one that was in the asteroid? Uh, Yavin 4? Yavin Polis Malta. Polis Masa. No, no, that. Yeah, it was Polis Masa, yeah. That, that was I hated hard. That, one, bro. that was so hard. Was, yeah, because you get this corridor and there's freaking 20 AI in it, and they're all just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's the only place they're at. Oh, man, it was insane. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you could steal tanks and go outside. Nobody cares. But <laughs> No one's out there. Yeah, no one's out there. Your tanks are useless, you know? It's just horrible. And then you're just stuck in this corridor with a thousand dudes trying to blow them up, and. <laughs> <laughs> grenades everywhere you know that's that's the map you get traitor on because everyone is oh, getting in yes. front of you and you oh, need yeah. to use the shotgun so it's <laughs> yeah there's a uh there's a mod you know I'm, I'm just gonna make an audible here i was gonna talk about uh halo right but now i'm gonna talk about this game that now i just can't stop thinking about and okay it is a mod from battlefront 2 but uh that or that you can get in battlefront 2 rather it's not from um, it's the Republic Commando mod. And by the way, Star Wars Republic Commando, the best FPS, I think, of all time besides Halo. Buy it on Steam or the Switch right now. I would get it on the Switch. I would just get it on the Switch. It's just, it looks great on the Switch, especially in handheld mode. Oh, Have you played game. it on the Switch? No, but I've seen videos okay. of it on the handheld, and it just looks so good. It just looks so freaking good. Uh, because it's, everything's scaled down. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it actually looks like it belongs on that system. But, all right. Star Wars Purple Commander. Go ahead and pop off, buddy. Pop off. I, my <laughs> first experience, I gotta. I have to chip in real quick uh, ahead, before you fully go in. Uh, viewers, listeners, my first experience of this game was, what, six months ago. Yeah. It feels like it was oh a little over six months ago. He's been going on and on about Republic Commando since we were boys. Well, I've I've been a man my whole life, but you know what I mean. You know the point. So like seven, six months ago, six to eight months ago, it doesn't matter. Time frame it's not important. He's like, okay, I'm gonna sit you down and you're gonna you're gonna experience Republic Commando. He boots it up on his computer, and for five of the seven days allotted on my trip to his place. It's all, almost all of it is dedicated to Republic Commando. He's got the volume blasting, so it's hurting my ears. I'm almost bleeding, but I can't stress how much fun that experience was. <laughs> Off to you, buddy. Off to the horses. Oh, I played it on the hardest difficulty on that on that playthrough. So I, I wanted to show him what it was, like why I cared about this game so much as a child and why, like, 
even though it only had campaign and multiplayer, and it was only PvP multiplayer, why it was so good as a game, as a Star Wars game in general. You are clone commandos. You are the tip-top of all the clones, essentially. And there's many squads of Republic commandos, but these guys right here was uh, Delta Squad. And you play as the team leader, Delta 3-8, which is a gas, gas uh, aesthetic, right? You get these... These clone commander armors that are just completely different. You got the T on the helmet. It's rounded off. You don't get the little fin up here. You're buffed out. You got equipment actually all over your chest and your back. You got a nice backpack. And you get these awesome guns that are just way different from any uh, other Star Wars character. And um, on top of that... Honestly, the gun is like uh, very similar to Halo's main gun, right? I'd say, I'd say it almost looks like the SMG. Yeah, I'd say it almost looks like the SMG, but it's an assault rifle variant. Mm-hmm. And you can also, by the way, in the game, you can attach different things to the gun periodically. You can make it into a sniper one second, then make it into a grenade launcher next, then make it into a, uh, there was one more, I don't remember. Uh, the shotgun, right? Uh, yeah, no, no, the shotgun was a whole nother gun. Oh, yeah. I think, I think it was just those three settings. I think it was just those three, but then you've got other weapons as well. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, I digress. The voice lines, fantastic. You get so personal with each and every character and how they're actually like portrayed. In my opinion, the game came out, I want to say, in early 2000s, pre-2008. And right around Battlefront 2. The game... Huh? Right around Battlefront 2. Oh, yeah. I think, it, I think it came out same year. I think it actually just came out same year. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but anyways, the... Um, you get to feel so personable with these characters, even though the voice acting back then sucked. You know, uh, you get so personal with these characters, Fixer, Sev, uh, Scorch, and 3-8. Like, you're, you're playing as 3-8, obviously, and you're the team lead, and you got this guy named the advisor, and he's giving you all your mission details and, and all your uh, support and stuff like that from above. And it's super cool. You start out, you play in a, a, there's three chapters to the game. You play on Geonosis. The next you play on a ship, an old abandoned Republic ship called the Reclaimer, I think it was. Or the Acclimator, yeah, rather. That, and then, one was, uh, that was hard to go through. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that no, was, I'll get to that. I'll that was that. insane. I was getting mad watching it. And then you play on Kashyyyk as, as the final chapter, and which is so aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And it really puts it into perspective how, like, big the environment is because this game did something that I, in my opinion no other star wars game star wars game has ever been able to replicate you get to actually feel how small you are in that in the star star wars universe yeah. you know you're a clone for one so you're just one of billions right you may be special being a commando but like bro the environment you get to see uh just how big and how lush or not lush but i would say how fleshed out there we go uh, each world that you're on in each one of the chapters you get to see battle droids in their actual size right you get to see uh super battle droids being freaking eight nine ten feet tall i don't remember how tall they are and they're tanky as heck it yeah. takes so many shots to actually kill them it yeah. really just puts it in perspective like okay all right these are like really good freaking units you know yeah. like unlike how battlefront 2 kind of all right just kind of got the same health you know you maybe get upgraded weapons or whatever the case is yeah but, I, honestly you know. uh just to cut in a little bit i think the oh. scale that they do uh in the perspective they put on that is 
the best Star Wars media has shown us. Uh, maybe aside from books, but like even Star Wars Clone Wars, the show, which was great. It, it never there's a few very seldom episodes that you ever felt as if the droids are something you should be scared of or that they're a real problem otherwise it just felt like okay there's just a lot of them so that's what makes them a threat in republic commando it they are a threat each and every individual one of them especially the super battle droids dude it is insane like the super battle droids, for one, they just beat the brakes off of their own droids if they won. They just knock them out of the way and then just start blasting you. But the fact is, like, you get a health bar, you get your shields and stuff, and they can just shred through you, especially on the hardest difficulty, in less than three seconds yeah. by far. Like, you have to play yeah. so tactically. By the way, let's go to the tactical part. Yeah, let's hit, go to the tactical. Hit, hit, hit those tactics. I think, besides, like, Rainbow Siege and a couple other franchises, this was... First of all, this is the only first and only Star Wars game that used team tactics. Yeah. That actually used, like, okay, I'm going to breach and clear this door, go in with a grenade, and blow up whatever. And you could command your squad. Now, it was limited, but mm-hmm. you're also thinking this is pre-2008. Obviously, it's going to be limited. They'd have to put in so many animations, and yeah. it would just make the game horrible. And it was single-player, well. too. Yes, and it was all single-player, for the most part, besides the multiplayer PvP. Um you get to see races that are never talked about in the movies, but always talked about in the books, like the Transnotions, oh, which yeah. are little green alien dudes that are basically ship pirates, and yep. they just go around space, you know, mugging dudes and taking their stuff. That's about it. Um, and it's terrifying. Like, the game itself, it, I, I think it can classify itself on the first two chapters as being horrifying. It is I get terrifying. that, yeah. yeah. When you get to the second chapter and you get to this uh, the acclaimer, and it's, it's an old abandoned Republic ship, there's barely any survivors on it, um, and you're sitting there, you're trying to figure out what happened, what's going on, yeah. and you run into these Transnotion dudes that run around the vent, there's dead bodies everywhere, there's yeah. guts everywhere, and you're having to just cut corners, you're cut off from your squad, you got to get back to them. And uh, and then at the end of that mission, you got to fight a whole freaking covenant, or not covenant, sorry, whole freaking <laughs> separatist fleet. Your on mind's the on Halo. <laughs> I know, right? I just been playing so much of it recently, but um, but then you're uh, then you you're battling this whole separatist fleet, and you have to take down this whole techno union, you know, ship, mm-hmm. and it it is insane how yeah. well done the story was. Um. You get to go to Kashyyyk, and you ba- and it goes through basically like behind the scenes of what the movies actually talk about. You know, the movies talked about the battle on Geonosis, obviously, and how they won and whatsoever. But really, you get to see that behind the scenes of why they won, right? The, yeah. That Republic Commando squad, along with other squads, took down the core, some of the core ships, which were like droid factories that were set on Geonosis. They just mur- you know, destroyed them with five man squad or four man squads, rather. And then uh, you get all the way to Kashyyyk, and you get to see the prelude and the spec ops right before the Battle of Kashyyyk. Right? You get to free some Wookiees, so that way the Wookiees can uprise against the Separatists and help the Republic out in, in Episode 3, like how they did. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just get to, to see all that behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, there's a, there's actually... a Wookiee in there, specifically that was named, that was in Episode 3. And that yeah. same Wookiee also shows up in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And I think yeah. one other uh, piece of content. I can't remember his name, but he's like the only other named Wookiee besides uh, Chewbacca. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't remember his name either. You know who Tarkin? I'm talking about, though, right? No, Tarkin. Ah, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember his it, name. It's the he's one Wookiee that's named. He's the massive Wookiee chieftain that just yeah. beats the brakes off of everything that he fights. And, everything. Uh, it's everything. Like, it's insane how he's portrayed in the game. You get to fight. Uh, you get to uh, see a glimpse of Grievous right before he goes to Utapau. I which forgot is about dope. that. Yeah, I thought that was sick. Like, he looks at you, you make eye contact, then he runs away, and then you got to fight his little bodyguards. Um, I, I mean, the whole game, it, it's sick in regards that there's no Star Wars game like it. Yeah. And there there will never be, an, unless they do another one or they do an actual remake, like a faithful remake mm-hmm. or something, there's never going to be another Star Wars game like Republic Commando. Yeah. It was way ahead of its time in terms of first-person shooters, way ahead of its time when it comes to story writing as well, mm-hmm. just as Battlefront 2 was. Like, that that section of Lucasfilm, I wish, was now with yeah. the graphics and the technology that we have now. Because we have that same stuff right now. Man, oh, man, my pockets would be empty. I'd be like, give me <laughs> DLC, give me the expansion pack. I'm buying cosmetics. Yeah. I don't, you know, at Dude, that point, I'm just invested, you know. I feel but, like- uh, I love how gritty the game was too. I don't, I don't think oh, yeah. I've personally played uh, a game on a on a caliber like that where it was gritty, it was grounded, it was hard, it was scary and almost overwhelming. I think the closest yeah, yeah. I've ever played There were times where I was like, man, I can't get past this level, but mm-hmm. I can throw yeah, no, that's okay. Uh, there, the only other game similar to that kind of scale that I've ever played is uh, called Metro, uh, Metro Twenty Thirty Three, or even Last Light. That game series is a good comparison, I think, to the gritty, dark feeling of Republic Commando. It, and it's not even that it's like an adult game. It's more of, it's just a brooding, hard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it makes you. It makes yeah. you feel like. You're one of these clone commandos, and it makes you just really feel like how tough it it was to be in that kind of world and yeah. that kind of war, and, and how being tough that it kind of was. person. Yeah, yeah, being that kind of just murderer that you are mm-hmm. essentially, and you're having to live with all these decisions that you're making throughout the game. Now, it's not like you decisions matter or anything, but no. um, you get to see so much grit, grind, death. And and get to see the behind the scenes of why everything was happening and and stuff like that. It was just man, it was so good, so yeah. good. I wish they did a remake. Or I wish, wish they, they did, did a sequel. It ended on such a big cliffhanger. Yeah, massive cliffhanger. Just absolutely massive cliffhanger. Probably, I think it's the best cliffhanger in Star Wars history. That's just my <laughs> opinion. That's just. I mean, it's it's fire. Yeah. You get. I'm not gonna spoil. Yeah, it. try not to spoil, spoil it. it. I can't spoil it. I can't, can't spoil it. Just in case one of the few people who are seeing this knows yeah, and it buys it, please do. It's on the Switch. It's worth it. Uh, uh, yeah, please. Yeah, I think it's nine ninety nine on the Switch. It's worth. It's worth thirty dollars in my opinion. It's better than any FPS shooter that you will play from twenty fifteen up. Bottom line. Bottom line. You know. Um, but man, I think that about does it for the games. Um, now we just got to pick our now, favorite. Well, now we get a word from our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my bad. I completely forgot that today's episode is brought to you by Illuminated Censored Burt's Bees. We aren't getting paid, so we can't clearly show you what this image is. 
legal purposes shows. <laughs> Legally, I can't tell you what this is, but it's Burt's Bees. It's lip we're balm, also, and it's worth also, it. We're sponsored by the uh, the SpongeBob superhero group, uh, like the Quickster. You know, Are you talking about and the Super Friends? Like as well. Yeah, the Super. Is that what they're called? No, I have no idea. I didn't watch enough of SpongeBob. Dude, everybody was going off on it. <laughs> the was, Quickster. The Quickster with the power to run really quick. <laughs> so we plan so on having um, future guests on the show, and oh, we're yeah. gonna try to get it SpongeBob themed, just because it's cute and it's fun. Oh yeah, th- this is uh, this is the uniform that we're gonna be wearing. Of course, you know I'm dumb like Patrick, and he's uh, a square like SpongeBob. I mean, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Me? <Who>? Sucks? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Um, <laughs> but like we said, well, this is going to be a semi consistent thing, but we're yeah. going to try to, uh, obviously do this maybe once, uh, obviously we're going to try and aim for once a week. Anything after that is extra. Um, and we will be paid and compensated by you guys for that. Yeah. Secondly, yeah, you guys, will uh, this, pay is gonna, us. this is going <laughs> to, this is premiering on YouTube. Uh, whenever I'm hopefully whenever we're done with this live session on Twitch and you can follow me at, uh, obviously here on, uh, or I'm putting it on Spotify too. So let You're me Twitch.tv backslash the Reaper Incarnate. Yeah, yeah. It's all lowercase, I guess, when you're searching it. Sure. Anyway, um, <laughs> you can also follow me on Twitter at the Reaper Inc. That is I N C. You like can also follow. Huh? Like Incorporated. Think Incorporated, but don't spell it all out. I'm done. I'm done. All right. Anyways, I- I'm, I'm going to anyway. keep pulling it up and interrupting you, you while I say it. You can follow Larry and Jew on Twitter at the Larry and Jew. Uh, you can also find him on YouTube at Larry and Jew. You oh, want to find wow. him? Just look up Larry and Jew. Facts, facts, facts. That, We're also going to put this on Spotify. Hopefully, as soon as we get this uh, worked out, it'll probably be tomorrow. We're looking at. I mean, it's ten, eleven o'clock at our time, so we're trying to get that straightened out for tomorrow. But um. This will be up on this vod will be up on Twitch for the next thirty days. So hopefully you guys, uh, you know, give it a good listen. I appreciate for one on Twitch. Appreciate you guys coming out. We got Stitch, we got Quay, we got a couple others in the chat as well. Ooh, um, the boys. I gotta, oh yeah, we got the boys always, always. And uh, I just appreciate you guys coming out and uh, appreciate everybody that's at home listening. Like I said, we're gonna try to make this semi consistent. And uh, you got any closing words? Uh, we didn't share our favorite out of those three. Well, I mean, they're all equally great. I you, can't pick. You I can't pick. pick. Then it has to be Diamond and Pearl because I played the most. I think out of all the hours that I played in each one of those games that I mentioned, it has to be Diamond and Pearl. So okay. seniority goes, but like as as terms of content, in terms of content, they're just it's right here. It's right it. there. I feel it. I'm gonna have to choose Battlefront Two for the same reason. I've yeah. just put more time in it. Oh yeah, for but sure. All three of those, I almost e- I probably equally love. Gale of Darkness yeah. and Battlefront 2 are above Leaf Green. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. say that now. Um, but Battlefront 2's got to take the cake. I feel you. Also, uh, on Twitter, feel free to add us on Twitter um, and ask, you know, for topics to discuss. Uh, we're open to pretty much almost anything that isn't political, um, pretty much. We're open to literally anything. 
Uh, I'm going to try and get Larry to get into some sports here soon. So we're <laughs> going to get him to research some stuff. And I'm going to have to get into like comics or anime probably. So, uh, we'll, <laughs> so we'll do comics. Here. We don't need – anime is such a, a bad, such a bad to slope. Yeah, we just don't even worry about anime. We'll oh, work okay. on comics cool, though. Cool, cool. I can, I can, I can definitely do that because uh, I gotta get, I gotta get you talking about sports at least one time, one time with me. Because I, <laughs> I, I got some sports rants I need to talk about, especially being a Los Angeles Clippers fan recently. Jeez. But, uh, We're gonna have to I get mean, you Quay got... on the cast for uh, the sports. Yeah. Game. Oh yeah, we gotta get Quay on the cast for that. We also gotta get um, and tennis if yeah, you're gonna do stage. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. We can definitely have some guests. We'll try to make it a two-hour. I mean, we went, what, an hour 17 this time? I think we can yeah. get another. I mean, easily we can get another hour just talking. Yeah, it all depends I mean, on what the easy. topic is. Yeah, easily. I mean, we could have drawn this out. I could have drawn Diamond and Pearl out for a long time talking about the individual story, but I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah, that's that's okay. Uh, I wasn't going to do it either. I didn't look up in my 20 minutes of research. <laughs> <laughs> i can't with you um i mean who, you know you're gonna get this up on spotify or what i'm not gonna try gonna... dealing with spotify i have no idea how to work spotify well you have the actual recording is what i'm saying hmm. i don't hmm. Uh, mm. hmm. I'm, I'm i'm the live streamer and the promoter of social media you're hmm. in charge of the uh, actual mods oh and you know that oh Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's I'll see thought. I'll see what I can do, no promises. I feel that. I feel that. Do you got any actually like uh things you want to say to the to the listeners out to there the listeners? like for future? Uh I hate you. I don't want to see your faces unless we're going to take a walk tomorrow. Then I'd love to see your faces. But besides that I hate you. Uh 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 that's right, guys. I just completely backed out. This has been Larry and Reap. I hope you've enjoyed.